0: hi welcome to another episode of analyzing mormonism i'm here with america and jessica and we are going to do commentary for the gospel topics essay for the first vision accounts um so yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yay. but before we get started um did you guys know about the multiple first vision accounts or when did you learn about them
1: when you told me, <laughs> oh wait, really? yeah,
0: so we were all, you know, we all grew up in the church. Just, what about you? What did you know?
2: I either found out a long time ago and forgot by my ex-husband while we were still together and in church, or the time I do remember though, because that that might have been something that I heard as a believer, and I was like, whatever. Um, but I think that when it impacted me was when you told me from your research, i oh, yeah. I did not know. And no, 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 because they say it in the CES letter. So mm-hmm. I'd at least had a glimpse of it, and then you and I talked further about it, because oh, yeah. you were like, I've read all of them. It wasn't like me hearing it, like, I don't know. It's the same as, like, when someone recommends a song or a book, and you're not really in the mood for it, uh-huh. and then later you're like, this is really important to me right now. So I think it just well, like was speaking really to me, to like, really hard when you brought it up with your own studies. It just impacted well, me hard. and
1: it's completely different to be like, there are multiple first vision accounts, and then being like... Here are the multiple First Vision accounts, and here's how they're completely different from one another, and how they are, you know, like, and being like, wait a second, like, this is important. This is the basis of every missionary lesson. Right. He knows yeah. this is the First Vision, and... I
0: memorized it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do too. I have a little Joseph Smith, I have a bust of Joseph Smith that I earned in seminary for, for memorizing the 1838 account,
2: the one that's in the Doctrine and Covenants. Or, I mean, the Joseph Smith history. We recited it, and that was like... So we would practice as missionaries. Um, we would, in district meetings, and especially at the MTC, we'd get paired up with somebody, and they would say, now, you just recite it, or read it, and then ask them how they felt when they heard that. Like, pretend acting? I'm sorry, yes. that sounds like it's, acting to it's me. Ca- <laughs> it is acting. They call it... Um, Oh, my gosh, role play. Oh, yeah, role play. role play. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, live action role play. <laughs> oh, my God. No,
0: the, that's what, I
2: was so weirded out. Sorry, this I, is really off
0: topic. I was weirded out, too. I was really weirded out. So in the MTC, this is super off topic, in the MTC, they have you do what's called role playing, mm-hmm. and you, you're you like, you can receive revelation by pretending to be somebody else. Yeah. And you can pretend to be your investigators. You can pretend to be another missionary or yourself or whatever yeah, and we can get into the
2: head of this person which was
0: so weird to me because you're like manipulating your own emotions
2: i didn't like it either i remember i like tried to teach a lesson in the mtc and one of the um teachers the instructors were going around critiquing our teaching methods which is like fucked because we're all, like i'm so sorry i don't know it's fine i was just explicit on this one this is totally not a big deal no no, no. you can also bleep it Maybe no no like, no i don't really oh want to gosh. i want i, I want just, the raws i apologize for our <laughs> listeners who do not like the f-word i will i'm trying really hard <laughs> to <laughs> sing from the curse words um uh so there was a instructor walking around and he he like caught what i was saying and like sat down and like listen and of course i'm like on high alert and freaking out now because i'm like a brand new missionary that doesn't know anything and i'm super uncomfortable with role play because it feels inauthentic it feels, oh, silly. It feels hey, Jessica. silly it feels
0: so insincere Look, we need to have a whole episode talking about and now i'm like about our missionary experiences. Yeah. And, like, I'm just, the TLC, where you, like, literally go oh in gosh. and you... Oh,
2: my gosh. The TLC. Yeah, like that. I just, like, cried Wait, what afterwards. What does that stand for? Um, te- te- oh, dang. What does that stand for? Teach Lesson Commitment. No. TLC, TLC. TLC. It was, like, so people would volunteer to go. It was people from the community and from church. It was non-members and non-members alike. They would sign up. At the MTC to be pretend investigators they have like a fake, or real investigators. They have like a fake, almost
0: like a neighborhood. You, yeah, it's a hallway of doors, and you and your companion are put into these rooms, and and it looks like a house. It looks like a living little, little room. living room, and yeah. then you there's a person in there, and you're told that they're not a member. This is of the so church.
2: scientology. I know
0: this is so weird. Oh anyway, it was way off topic, but you like sit down and you like share a lesson with these people, and you don't know who That's they not are. It's off topic because we're reciting the first vision to these That's people. That's true. That's true. And then like. Afterward, because I you they tell you it's real they tell you these people are members and then one of them we were teaching a couple and I could see his garments and I was like okay so I was suddenly not nervous anymore and I was like these people already know in fact they were quoting things like right along with me and I was like okay you're you are you guys are long time members and I told my companion she's like what no way they're they're totally real investigators and anyway how weird I'm like how
2: that's what wild are, yeah. brain brain games r t. l. c TLC was different every single time. So you're supposed to have the same investigator, right? Throughout. Yeah, the... you should. Yeah. We but have, with we us, Barbara. it was just so crazy because of the influx of missionaries. Because I went during the, the crazy, like, gold rush of sister missionaries that were like, I don't want to get married at 19. I'm going to leave. Like, I, that was my deal anyway. I was like, I'm too young to get married. I'm too young and <laughs> stupid. So I, like, ran away to do something else young and stupid. Um, but <laughs> I um, man, I wondered though. Can I try to recite it? Would that be so weird? Can I try to like, no, go say for it, it like a missionary? I'm like gonna see if I can remember it, and I'm gonna do Wait, my should, new I, dog should voice. I pull up my should I pull up the scriptures? Yeah, yes, I okay,
0: Jessica, we're gonna put you on the spot. So I found I have the first vision app, the one from Joseph Smith history. Do you want to see if you can recite it from your mission?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna try, and I'm like really. Like nervous right So I
0: so I can't remember at what, what point, because really the missionaries only
2: recite a very small part very of it. Very small. It's like three verses with some cut out because they like yeah, they, they leave cut. out the part where we're we're told in the MTC that unless we're spiritually impressed to uh, uh, unless we're spiritually impressed to do otherwise, do not share the part of Joseph Smith's account where he felt a. a Evil, an evil spirit or presence, right? Because it's you know extremely off putting.
0: I shared that once with somebody.
2: I like, did as well, one just once or one. One sword twice, yeah. and I think they were both part members and had already heard. Oh, okay. A, at least a lot of the story, so they weren't really. I surprised. shared it like
0: a persecution complex it's like, well, if this is real, shouldn't wouldn't there yeah. be more battle against it? Right. And I was like, well, there was, you know. Okay. 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 Do you want me to give you the first few words?
2: As I saw a pillar of light. Oh, that's not, I was going to go further back. That's where we start. No, that's, that's where restart.
0: we start. Okay. I was going to say after I retired to the place, because that's where no. I started memorizing. Oh my gosh, no. Okay. I'm not that cool. <laughs> I know like
2: two verses. I saw a pillar of light exactly over my head, above the brightness of the sun, which brightness, whose brightness and glory defy all description. No, no, you're, you're jumping ahead. Damn it.
1: Above okay. the brightness of the sun. Above
2: the brightness of the sun, which descended upon me. Which is in a gradually. Descended gradually. Oh my gosh, guys. See? I'm failing. It's, I've not been a missionary for a decade. And it uh, shows. So... when the um, light, Just say the rest of it. When do, you mind risk- if I, do you mind if I read it now? Because oh, I, no, no, no. I obviously messed it up. But can, I'm going to read it in the way that I would have as a missionary. And of course you'd skip the part of the devil, I guess, right? Yes, yes. I saw a pillar of light exactly over my head above the brightness of the sun which descended gradually until it fell upon me. When the light rested upon me, I saw two personages whose brightness and glory defy all description standing above me in the air. One of them spake unto me, calling me by name and said, pointing to the other, this is my beloved son. Hear him and then we would say something like how did you feel when we shared the account with you and then just wait and yeah. usually like we feel good that felt nice and i'm like and what did you learn from that experience <laughs> I, think, like, I
0: think we were trained to like when when you say it when you hit the boom like the um hear him like you're supposed to stop and like just let it you're right you're right don't and...
2: say anything you're supposed to just like be awkward and i'm like wondering how many times were
1: people sitting That's like there so awkwardly... manipulative
0: to think about it like i am forcing you i'm forcing this experience I on hate you. hate
1: silence so when people do that to me and they like just leave silence there i have to fill it like my brain's like fill it in fill it what is the answer give them the answer they want what is the answer <laughs> we were told i again. felt amazing that what you said that so beautifully and i felt the spirit and um just baptize me now because i'm ready that's, because that's, if you stay silent long enough, that's what I will do. <laughs> <laughs> Just please baptize me so <laughs> you stop. Just please leave me alone.
0: Right now all these mission things are coming into my head, like, how manipulative. Because we would, um, we were taught, I know it's different for different people, but we were taught to invite people to be baptized on the very first visit. The first. And so we would say, we wouldn't say, will you be baptized? It was, when will you prepare? Or wait, what? We would say a
2: date. It was will like. Will you, in, in, in. Th- um, will you? I can't remember the invitation anymore. Will you prepare to be baptized by a person holding? Follow the,
0: the example of Jesus Christ and be baptized by someone holding
2: the authority. But you of God. would usually say a date, or after that, say we have a scheduled baptism. You make it sound like you have baptisms all the time. You're like, we have a baptism scheduled for Saturday the twenty first, yeah. and will you prepare to be baptized on that day? And then they're like, No. I mean, that's kind of soon because it's two weeks out. <laughs> Every time. That's kind of Oh, for soon. us it was three weeks. Yeah, they three had to go to weeks. sacrament three no, weeks. No, ours was two. two. We got permission for them to only go to church twice. Oh, dang. Church twice. And ha- sometimes they wouldn't. And we would get permission to baptize people who had been to church <gasps> oh one okay. Okay, So this yeah. happened with, a, with yeah, a woman. Okay, we just need to have a whole episode. Yes, <sighs> yes, we will. And I'll be brief. But a woman we taught, because this has very much to do with the first it, it vision. It does. So, so I'll just leave it. So her name was... I won't say her last name, but I will say her first name. Uh, Yeah, okay. I'm just going to say this woman. This woman we were teaching went to church one time and could not really because of her work schedule. So she made it once at great sacrifice. Like she had to really, really work with her boss. And so she made it to church one time. We gave her all the lessons and she was baptized. It was a vast and then um, during her new member lessons, after I left the area, the missionaries, I saw the missionaries from my old area at a meeting and I was like, oh my gosh, how's she doing? And they're like, not great. We started teaching her the new member lessons and she doesn't know who Joseph Smith is. She like, oh my gosh. she, she, her exact words were, I did not learn about that. And I do not worship that man. I don't believe in Joseph Smith. And I was like, what? But we definitely taught those lessons. So I'm like, we must be in an other world sometimes thinking that people understand something. Or that they're retaining stuff. People have lives. Like, we're in there. We, we were restricted to a 45-minute yeah. um, ep-
0: lessons. I almost said episodes. 45-minute <laughs> If lessons. we were stuck to that, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like that, they're not going to.
2: Yeah, it's so crazy. It's just wild and, and extremely manipulative. And what Joseph Smith did to the first vision accounts was manipulative as well because we grew up thinking, or at least I did, I grew up thinking that Joseph Smith had one vision. It was when he was 14 and he saw Jesus Christ and God and the Holy Ghost was there in feeling. And, and then he was telling everyone. Right. He was like, And they sure he being like, persecuted. persecuted. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the videos.
0: Like that everyone at Palmyra knew. And we're like, Have you seen any visions of Joseph? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like like that everyone knew about this. But. Oh my goodness. But that's
1: not what you get from uh, some of these historical topics. E- even gospel
0: topics essays. That's what we're discussing what we're tonight. Discussing today. Wait, I wanted to, to put a plug in. As we were reading that, not a plug, but... Uh, so in our last episode, America and I discussed the trial of 1826. And some of these mm-hmm. people... Like Will purple, W D purple. Mm-hmm. He gives an he just beautiful account. He's using all this beautiful language and the story's very fluffed up because that's just how people
2: It's
1: gorgeous saw it. to read. And
0: then like even Joseph on the stand testifying. Um anyway, he had the ability to 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 tell really good stories. And so the, hearing you say that, I was like, Wow, this is so different from his first First Vision account. <laughs> right. And he just like really beefed it up. Just like really conflated. Yeah. Okay, so um, I have recorded myself reading this essay in full for anyone who wants just that. Um, So we're going to, like we did last time, we're going to play a little bit and then we're going to talk about it and then keep going. It is March of 2022 and I will be reading from the Gospel Topics Essays, the essay titled First Vision Accounts. Joseph Smith recorded that God the Father and Jesus Christ appeared to him in a grove of trees near his parents' home in western New York State when he was about 14 years old. Concerned by his sins and unsure which spiritual path to follow, Joseph sought guidance by attending meetings, reading scripture, and praying. In An answer, he received a heavenly manifestation. Joseph shared and documented the first vision, as it came to be known, on multiple occasions. He wrote or assigned scribes to write four different accounts of the vision. Okay, any thoughts on that first section? <laughs>
1: I <spaced out>. <laughs> <laughs> it was so sick I bored. <laughs> <laughs> was so sick. <laughs> I'm so sorry, it was like Sunday's second <laughs> meeting. and you were just like, oh, I wonder what I'm having for dinner after a <laughs> night's <pretty> vision. <laughs> I'm gonna dream about
2: that. Oh my gosh, I'm so uh, sorry. Um... We can cut all <laughs> <laughs> <Damn. laughs> We can we listen to it. <laughs>
0: okay, just so the listeners know, we are not even drunk or high or anything. <laughs>
2: It is, not most it, of it us. It is nine. No. Of I'm, not, I'm not <laughs> either. <laughs> I'm not. Well, either. that's true for one of us. <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> okay. Months.
2: I promise. I will listen this time. <laughs> Should that's... I replay it? No, no it can...
1: literally just says like he received a, a a a vision and he like talked about it and scribes wrote it down. This is essentially all it says. Oh,
2: different accounts of the vision. Okay, perfect. Yeah, it's just it's just setting it up. Okay, then um, I, I don't have any any commentary. Not just because I wasn't paying attention.
1: <laughs> so, it, they acknowledge that there are four different accounts of the vision. So, like I didn't know.
0: Well, that. so right. So there. What I what it's not really saying is that there are four accounts that were overseen by Joseph, right?
1: It says he wrote of a the signs. So there are
0: other ones that people. Did write down themselves? Do they talk about that? They have a whole different. They have like other footnotes that says, "Oh, if you want to read the secondhand accounts, yeah. so they don't have the accounts
2: written. The four accounts were all written by Joseph Smith. Uh, no, it says one
0: of them he wrote down himself in eighteen thirty-two. It doesn't say this yet, but it says um, Joseph wrote down. He he wrote or assigned scribes to write four different accounts. So so of the four, he wrote one. The other ones had scribes. Who were the scribes? Um one of them is Frederick G Williams I think. Um uh, I think he's one of I don't see I don't recognize these names. Like I think they're really big in church history but they're like
1: like oh, um, like I don't know
0: about yeah, I them. Like we I don't... don't even I
1: don't maybe they defected so we don't talk about them. Like we don't we talk, talk about, about defectors. <laughs> I also talk think it's
2: interesting no, no, no. I also think it's
0: interesting that it says he sought guidance by attending meetings, reading scripture and praying. So like I thought Joseph had said he hadn't read the Bible from cover to cover yet.
2: Yeah, and And also it was his first
0: attempt to pray out loud,
2: which both are untrue. I guess unless
0: you're praying differently, unless he was doing it in so we can't.
2: I guess we can speculate that it's untrue, but we don't know. Nobody will ever know if it was his first audible prayer, right? Yeah, I
0: guess we
2: can't really know. But as far as the Bible is concerned, I don't think I think that one's like. Definitely untrue because his family studied it. Maybe it yeah, could his be his first time reading it cover to cover by himself. by himself. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do the next paragraph.
0: Joseph Smith published two accounts of the First Vision during his lifetime. The first of these, known today as Joseph Smith History, was canonized in the Pearl of Great Price and thus became the best known account. The two unpublished accounts recorded in Joseph Smith's earliest autobiography and a later journal were generally forgotten until historians working for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints rediscovered and published them in the 1960s. Since that time, these documents have been discussed repeatedly in church magazines, in works printed by the church-owned and church-affiliated presses, and by Latter-day Saints scholars in other venues. In addition to these first-hand accounts, there are also five descriptions of Joseph Smith's vision recorded by his contemporaries. Okay, this paragraph makes me really upset same
2: i was just because, saying i have a lot of feelings. okay wait let
0: me yes, speak please. mine first because i don't want to lose it so this is absolutely 100 false um so it says these accounts were generally forgotten until historians working for the church rediscovered and published them that is absolutely 100 false these the first first vision account was kept the story goes it was kept in joseph fielding was it joseph fielding, joseph fielding or joseph fielding Smith's, fielding. Smith's vault he tore it out you can see the tape He tore it out, put it in his vault, and he left it there. Because, like, this is weird. It doesn't doesn't have God. It has just Christ. And then somebody was given permission to go and look at it. I can't remember names. I can put it in the show notes later. But I can't remember this guy's name. But he'd gone in there. And Joseph Feeling was really hesitant to let him see it. But he was like, you can see it, but you can't take any notes. You can't tell anybody what you're about to see. So he sees it. And then, of course, he tells... He might. he, He told one person, I think, and then... The person kept good on his word until somebody passed away. Anyway, he goes to Sandra Tanner and her husband. And they say, hey, you guys, there is a weird First Vision account. And so they publish about it. And so that was the first time it had gotten out. I, I believe that it was, it was, I think it was the, the tanner's. tanners that pushed this
2: out of the vault.
0: Um, because they started putting a stink about it. I remember
2: hearing about Sandra Tanner specifically like finagling her way into seeing the document. Am I correct? Or is that oh, I,
0: oh, there was different stories. There were different accounts where she did do that with different documents. But I, okay. I this also was published. It was it was put in a person's essay or dissertation that wasn't that didn't go public. Um but it, so anyway, the first two times that I'm aware of were not by the church historians at all. And which I just think it's silly that the church is owning that.
1: They're it like, "No, no, it was say, us. That, it was that us." That feels very incriminating we were gonna though be, to we say we gonna knew. going to be honest about it. Um but you <laughs> but you found out the truth
2: first before right, yes. we could come out. I was going to tell you. I was going to tell you I, I did that, but I didn't. I know
0: Fawn Brody, who wrote um, No Man Knows My History. She tried. When she wrote hers the first time, she didn't know about the 1832 account. So she was like, this is weird. Why is it so late? Um, but she had gone because her, her uncle's um, McConkie, right? Um, or McKay? I don't know. Um, it's McKay because. Um, anyway. Um, so she asked her uncle if she can go to this vault and they tried to get permission and then they just kept pushing back with her. Like, no, you can't see this. And she was like, okay, I don't, I don't want to fight you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to push. Um, but anyway, I just think that's really uh, not honest of the church. And it's,
2: if it is true, it's very incriminating. Yeah. So either way, it's, it's very badly. Yeah. I just,
0: I just don't understand why the church is like, no, 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 we did it first. I think Um, it's
2: interesting that they want to claim transparency but well, that Joseph Jews Fielding still. literally put it in a vault. Like mm-hmm. vault. That word is not like he put it somewhere he with historians. It. He literally locked it away. Yeah.
1: Like no a one, dirty no little one. secret.
0: Well yeah. and even just recently, Elder Oaks and Elder Ballard were talking to a youth group, I think, and he said, You guys, we haven't been hiding the first visions at all. There was there was one published in the church magazine in the seventies and it's just been, it's just been here all the time. And, we'll get over and Oaks was like, oh yeah, we've been hiding that for a really long time if it's in the seventies. But if you go and Google that, you, that specific talk that he's talking about, and I think it even puts it a footnote here. You, it, you can't find it. You cannot find it. If you the Google talk. it. The, it's a it's an improvement era article from 1970, from the 1970s. You can't find it. It doesn't exist. Like, we don't have access to that. Wasn't so there, how can in, they...
1: Like, if you try to follow the footnotes, they don't go anywhere.
0: Yeah, so here, if you're looking at the It's like a the government essays, phone
1: number. <laughs> like, like
0: yeah. here's the one footnote, and if you click on it, it opens up a sidebar that just has words. There's no link to anything. And so they're, like, really trying to discourage you from leaving this page to go and see what these other documents. Can you google are. it? Oh, you said you Yeah, can't a lot find of them, it? a lot of them you can google and look up, but you have to you have to put that work in. So it's like more steps to get to. Okay. But yeah, that specific one, that specific um, improvement era article, it it it's just it's just not there.
1: It's just not in the internet world. You'd have to go through other steps and to find is, it. It's it's referencing books or all these books in print,
2: but you have to buy them in order to see anything. It feels like I can imagine that people who um, when you get to a certain level in Scientology, you get information that's handwritten from the original, the founder. And um, it's it's pretty wild information. And um, you're put in a position where you either have to put away your skepticism and believe it, or let yourself break, let the faith break, whatever it is. And I feel like I I felt that way learning this specifically like it felt like reading Scientology's OT level whatever when you get to the the Zenu part it's like what Joseph Smith didn't see God and Jesus like it's just not what I'd been it's not what I'd been taught it's it's something very different than what yeah. I've been taught and it's so it's very startling it's not like I don't know, it's so interesting that the Brethren treated it so casually, when that might be very faith-shattering for me. That's
0: very true, yeah.
1: Well, it's kind of like, I don't know if this is um, too sacred to discuss for members, but, like, it's when you go to the temple, you participate in the ceremony, and you're like, what the crap just happened? This is not what I was expecting. Like, it what is it called? Like, non-consensual... Um, like, you are you think you know what you've gotten yourself into, but what you've actually gotten yourself into, you didn't consent to. Like, you just didn't understand at all what you have been supporting your entire life. Yeah. The um,
0: temple is very non-consensual. And the temple it's, is non-consensual and, they, they and not
1: having the history of the church that you belong to, like, the real history that feels non-consensual. They do say within the temple
2: at the beginning... Anyone who does not wish to take part in these uh, ceremonies or or promises, maybe they do it a few times. No, they do it twice or just You're right, they do say that. They say, but when in the history ever did a person, I'd like to genuinely know, was there ever a person who got into the room, had their bag, was in their whites, and then said, no, I don't want to do this. I had an impression one time during an endowment session, I I went faithfully as a member, even without my husband when his uh, faith was uh, struggling, and um, I remember being in there one time and having this thought, like, what if the person, the woman I'm going through for doesn't want this? And I thought, would it be weird for me? Of course it would be weird, but would I have the bravery to stand up and say, I don't think this person's being given a choice, and then I wonder, like maybe that was a safer way for me to say,
1: "I don't. I don't want to be
2: here. I don't have a choice," because yeah. this person is is deceased. It's foreign in behalf of, but then they'll say, "But the tumble work is just as much for you, as it is for the deceased." So anyway, I'm, I've kind of gone on off the rails on a crazy train. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great, I had a lot of thoughts on. I can't remember where they're all going though, because that was like
2: everything we talked about. I'm like, I want to just talk
0: about
1: that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just talk about that. Like, Follow the stream of consciousness. Yes. We Were have there so any many rabbit holes we could
2: go down?
0: Yeah. Were there any other things about
1: that you guys wanted to?
2: Just, it's a terrible paragraph. Um, yeah, so just, well, just terrible since
1: that paragraph. time, these documents have been discussed repeatedly in church magazines. Which magazines? <laughs>
2: and the repeatedly part is interesting because you can only not find one article.
1: Like, yeah. I
2: don't know. And yeah, it, I don't... it just
1: feels like they're seeing, like, yeah, guys. Where have you been? Like, well, like, really I do agree
0: this? that now the church is being transparent about the First Visions. Because you go to Joseph Smith Papers and they're all right there. You can click on all four of them, all nine of them.
1: But there's They're just all right there. I don't know. It's been a long time since I was active in church. But I don't think... We were talking about Joseph Smith Papers in, um, you know, Sunday school. Like, they weren't, like... You guys, did you do the reading in the Joseph Smith paper? That's not what we were doing. No. Okay, so
0: I see what you're saying. So it's not... You, they don't even put it in our curriculum. We're, yes, the curriculum the is curriculum. full of... Oh, the... oh, 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 I have another thought that I wanted to say about, about the curriculum. So, like, people talk about how, how boring church is, and they really, with the new... Come follow me. Mm-hmm. It's like very simple, very primary ki- type lessons. It's very boring.
2: Principle lessons, right? Principles like
0: what you teach a new investigator yeah. or a new, a new
1: baptized member. So a that new you pomper. can like get creative with it, right? Right, but if
0: we had lessons about like, did you hear about the time Joseph's brother punched him during a meeting? Like, let's have that lesson. Huh. Like, Ugh. like uh, anyway. This but fun. having lessons about the Joseph Smith papers I'd or lessons that, in I'd
1: them makes that an object lesson.
2: <laughs> um. <sighs>
0: But, like, I feel like as members of the church who were born on, in the covenant, who had their baby blessings, who, this was our birthright. It is our birthright to know the church's history, and they're not
2: giving it
1: to us. Right. Is Just this like our you said. ancestry, some of us, I yeah. I, most in, of us. And our financial,
2: yeah. like, commitment. I, I've given at least a year's salary to the church, like, a modest salary for a year. And
1: any <laughs> company that you donate, or not donate, but, like, invest in, reports to you what's happening, you know, and I don't know. It's Wait. also,
2: it's strange of them to say, God doesn't change, um, and neither voice. does the church, but Joseph Smith also had four different accounts.
1: So, what's The very true? basic foundation of the church is Joseph Smith, and the foundation of Joseph Smith is his first vision account, but he didn't even say that Jesus Christ... Wait, was it he saw just Jesus Christ the first time? Yeah. and He didn't religion. even like the most important sentence you just said. The boom is hear him, and that's Heavenly Father talking about Jesus Christ. If Heavenly Father wasn't there, like where's Who the boom? Who said it? Who said it? What 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 did he even say?
0: Yeah, further on the uh, the essay talks about it. Um, I had so many other thoughts. So like, I'm gonna say this, and this might be wrong. It might not apply to it. Um, an organization like the church, but, um, in, I can't remember who said it, but so in order for us to feel unconditionally loved, we have to be totally vulnerable and tell the truth about ourselves. We have to Mm -hmm. be 100% honest. Like I couldn't feel loved until I came out as gay. Like you can't feel loved until you express that you're struggling with anorexia, like different things like that. Right. And the church, I feel like people, the church cannot, I'm going to say this and correct me if you disagree. The church cannot have real converts until the church is 100% honest with its history, with what it is,
1: with where it came from, with its racism, sexism, with its blood. magic
0: worldview, with all of it—just the whole thing. It cannot have true converts until it is open and honest with its history. Mm-hmm. And
2: like, until- if if people are truly seeking God and this and Jesus, um, don't I? I just wonder like my ex-husband brought a one of, we we've had a wild life, and he brought one of our homeless friends to <laughs> we were not homeless, but this friend of ours was homeless, and he brought him to the priesthood session of general conference one time. And Are his at Salt Lake? No, no, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> to our <laughs> ward building, to watch the, like, there was like a, a talk beforehand by the state president, and then they oh, watched okay. the broadcast. Okay. Not okay. to Salt Lake, no, That would have been wild. Um, So his comment afterwards was, um, the messages were very great, but you guys are missing the mark. And I, at the time, was, like, really upset with him because of what he meant by this. I asked him, like, what do you mean, miss the mark? And he's like, these guys are all in suits in a really fancy building telling y'all what to do when they're absorbing your 10%. And I was like, no, he is wrong. He's wrong. He's dead wrong. (laughs) And now I'm like, it, it feels this man knows he, he did and he didn't know like like some things but he didn't he didn't have that figured out and i i was really upset with it because i didn't like to feel like my leadership would choose their their leadership over truth and over what's good and right like these men aren't putting god first because god would i think absolve the church and like if we're doing the right thing and loving people authentically, then we get rid of the church's influence on government. We get rid of mm-hmm. the um, intolerance to the LGBTQIA community. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't require money mm-hmm. from its followers no. at all. Those things. Yeah, like make, if You can be a healthy back, church.
0: Yeah, bring back agency. Bring yes. back free Be free pre-Lorenzo Snow, because tithing didn't women. super yeah, matter until... He hoped that tithing could end because yes. the church wouldn't need it anymore. But
2: instead, the church has continued to ask tithing. I used to think that President Nelson used to say a lot, help is coming. Help is coming. And my ex-husband and I used to speculate, is is President Nelson going to use, or Monson, I can't remember who it was at the time, are they going to use the church resources to help young couples and struggling families? Because we lived in a ward full of college students who were struggling like crazy. And it would have been amazing to have an extra little, like, I thought they were going to, like, it was my speculation they were going to, like, send out a stipend to members. And I was like, they certainly could afford it. Mm -hmm. Even though Mm -hmm. I've heard countless times from countless um, priesthood leaders, quote, the church doesn't have deep pockets, close quote. Wait, close quote. (laughs) (laughs) They absolutely do, though. I'm sorry, that took a lot. That was a, oh,
0: that's like, what, a that's, big this, one. This whole topic is, is uh, spurring. Is that the right word? S-
2: it's bringing out a lot of good. We <laughs> um, finish each other's right yeah. yeah, sentences. <laughs> so, so
0: we're going we're gonna to listen to another section. The various accounts of the first vision tell a consistent story, though naturally they differ in emphasis and detail. Historians expect that when an individual retells an experience in multiple settings to different audiences over many years, each account will emphasize various aspects of the experience and contain unique details. Indeed, differences similar to those of the First Vision accounts exist in the multiple scriptural accounts of Paul's vision on the road to Damascus and the Apostles' experience on the Mount of Transfiguration. Yet, despite the differences, a basic consistency remains across all the accounts of the First Vision. Some have mistakenly argued that any variation in the retelling of the story is evidence of fabrication. To the contrary, the rich historical record enables us to learn more about this remarkable event than we could if it were less well documented.
1: So what did we learn from the multiple um, multiple evidences of the first vision? What do you mean? I'm pretty I, sure... I learned that Joseph was making it up as he went along. That's what I learned.
2: <laughs> I, I think that... Um, that's really, that doesn't coincide with how memory actually works. They're mm-hmm. saying it, it highlighted new details. And I'm like, actually, like witness statements in court are useless because memory doesn't sharpen oh, right. over time.
1: Mm-hmm. In fact, with
2: my experience with worse. people, um,
0: people who, especially storytellers, they, they get into this sort of recited pattern. And you see this in movies where, like, the kids will, like, mimic their parents because they've told the story a million times. And, like, I think that's what happens is they, they end up telling the exact same story every single time. And that's not what Joseph was doing in these accounts. He was telling very different details. Mm. And while that worked for me for a while as an active member, like, oh, he's he's telling different people different things. So, like, with your child, you could say you could say some details that weren't quite appropriate. But an older child, you could say different details that were... But like with this, I feel like that's super different. Like, like I asked Jessica a while back. Like, like tell me, like your child is three. three. Mm-hmm. Tell me, tell me about her birth. Who all was there? And of course, she brought up Olivia, her baby,
2: and her husband. Mm-hmm. Like you remember who was there? Absolutely, the entire room, I except for like... the. Sometimes there were nurses in and out, and especially one. Anyway, <laughs> I feel like leave, but you wouldn't leave out the key characters. No, that you don't. You don't forget, and, and
0: and and no retelling of that story would it be appropriate, or would you even think to leave out
2: key characters? Dorothy remembered all of her. Like when
0: is it when when why would Joseph to one audience say I saw Jesus, and then to another say I saw God in Christ? Like when is it when is God not appropriate for these uh, this audience?
1: Mm-hmm. Especially considering that at the time lots of people were having visions of God in Christ all like, the time. It was and it was vi- like a common. Occurrence, basically. As common as the name Smith. (laughs) It, It feels like when Emma
2: probably made herself believe that polygamy hadn't happened. Like, Joseph Smith made himself believe, or made us, rather, all believe that it had happened a certain way. Because we're told so many times, like, this lie has been propagated so hard and so much that we just only know this one account well, and now they're saying like it's always it's always been available. Well,
1: what mm-hmm. I think is interesting is like the more I'm reading about Joseph's actual like what's written down about him at the time, I think it's more that the church has repeated it to us so many times that that's fact, and less that Joseph Smith himself actually repeated it so many times. It for for what we've kind of um, read about him and how, how the story came to be, it was more of an afterthought of like, let me give you a reason why I'm doing all of these things.
0: Yes, um, so th- it might bring this up later in the essay, but during the time where the first vision should have happened, no one was writing it down. Even uh, like even in the court cases, this was after the first vision, this was 1826, so you should have already seen God in Christ, it's not there. And then whenever they're trying to retrieve the gold plates... Joseph Smith Sr. publishes an article in the newspaper saying, Hey, you guys, don't dig up my son, Alvin. That's weird. Like, we're I'm going to guard his grave. Like, he undug his son to make sure the, his body was still the, there. The,
1: the, the newspapers at the time were, like, straight-up gossip, and they published everything. Like, so-and-so lost their cat. So if a rumor was going around, <laughs> it was going to be in the papers. Like, it was, and in, like, written down, documented, literally everything. Like, and people were seeing God all the time, and it was in the papers. And the
2: church propaganda, tell, like, shares with us, in every Joseph Smith movie or First Vision movie I've ever seen, Joseph Smith is being persecuted as a 14-year-old right. boy. Which we have he no evidence not. of, except his own word. And that's deceitful, because people think this 14-year-old boy went and asked God in the woods, and really, it's like, it really didn't happen. Yeah. So one thing that is interesting
0: is that the newspapers were talking about the angel Moroni. He was everywhere. Or the angel Nephi, whichever,
1: depending on the day. Yeah, the newspapers were talking about angel Nephi or angel Moroni. One of the newspapers
0: even said that Joseph had been visited by the almighty in a dream oh my goodness and then the angel morona came to him and showed him where the plates and were when
2: was were these newspapers published
0: before 1830 wait, wait or before wait. the publication how old or, was joseph smith it was before the 1832 account um i can't remember the exact dates i should look that up um but also right after the book of mormon was published lucy smith his mother wrote to her i think it was her brother and sister-in-law she says hey joseph has written this book you need to get baptized you need to read it you need to um, like, pray about it and stuff like that. And so she was talking about the Book of Mormon. Never once did she mention a vision of God in Christ by her son. And what that would have been a very perfect opportunity to do that.
2: But she didn't. What, we all do it. I mean, like, that's a heavy hitter for, was a heavy hit. It's not currently. It was a heavy hitter for my testimony. Like, this person saw deity, and I believe that I can too.
1: Like, right. like it was hugely important to me that God spoke to our prophets like it th- like I want from God's mouth to the prophets ears to from and then from their mouth to my ears I want a direct line of communication and they will never lead me astray which is what they boast that. it's is mm-hmm. exactly what they boast and that's exactly what that story shows is like God is speaking directly to Joseph Smith and then Joseph Smith makes the church that that is going to change the world but if <sighs> if that didn't happen
0: then (laughs) wait one thing speaking about our missions at the beginning of this so that's the first thing that's like the hook Mm -hmm. that gets them interested is the first vision account but in joseph smith's day no one no one was hearing this story it wasn't until 1830 1832 that even christ shows up in the in the sacred grove so why what is bringing people to be baptized also, the church was organized just weeks after the book was published. I think it was two weeks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So people... That's a really the short was time. church
1: organized in 1830,
0: right? Yeah, April 6, 1830.
1: So the vision is starting to be talked about in the same year that they actually start the church. So, like... No, no,
0: no The vision, Joseph Smith's When He Sees Christ? Yeah. That was 32. So, okay. So no one was hearing about it. So...
2: Mm, two years
0: so, after. So, the, so, so these people, these new converts to the church, are not hearing the first vision... And they, I assume, have not read the Book of Mormon. Yes. Two weeks is just really fast to read 500-something pages. How I mean, wh- I'm not saying it's impossible.
2: Right. I mean, how... there are stories of people finishing the Book of Mormon in 24 right. hours. And, right. like, we used to do Book of Mormon readings with, like, a group of us teenagers. The fastest with...
0: I read it was in three weeks on my mission. Yeah, I don't know, but was like,
2: a... I, don't know. I did yeah. the 24 hours, and I was like, I totally did it, and did not. Was like, I did. Million. I did the
1: the Gordon Be Hinckley challenge. Me, yeah, I, did I did not did that either.
2: One. I didn't, and I felt like wait, what
1: challenge? Where he challenged to read a certain amount of books
2: till the end of the year, right? Yeah, it was like was that Christmas that was or Hinckley? something. It was I Hinckley. Was...
1: No, it was Hinckley. Yeah, because it was before I went to college. I was, I was
2: a sophomore in high school. Hinkley died while I was in high school. Oh, college. but
0: Nelson's done it too, right? Didn't he say, "Hey, finish the bookworm between now
1: and Christmas."
2: They, I that was all, they all do too. sound pretty similar.
1: Maybe that challenge. I haven't really been of. active since Nelson has been a
2: prophet, They do want us so. to read the Book of Mormon a lot.
1: Yeah. After all, the keystone of the religion. The keystone of the religion. So,
2: also, really quickly, I want to be a fly on the wall. In, well, first I need a time machine, and then I can turn it into a fly. <laughs> to watch one of the early church meetings like how different are they from the ones we have like well, that are existing now
1: and wine
2: well and what was the, the doctrine the being
1: taught if not
2: this young boy who saw god in jesus christ what Was I, it? yeah that's super interesting my brother-in-law pointed out to me
0: my ex-brother-in-law he said that i don't know where he got this but he said he made this statement did you know that joseph smith didn't actually preach any of his sermons from the book of mormon and i thought that was really interesting like i i can't verify that that's just something that stuck out to me i need to research that but like also, all, I think we don't have... I don't think Joseph wrote down his talks. I think people have notes. And so people of a couple of sentences of Joseph's talk. People have made those bigger. Like, this could have been what he said. So, like, mm. I'm not sure how accurate the teachings of Joseph Smith are. Um,
2: because they're just pulled from these tiny books. Didn't, didn't they try to sell the Book of Mormon in Canada as well?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they tried to sell the copyright. And they come back and they're like, hey, this failed. Why did you receive Revelation? And Joseph's like, oh yeah, I can't tell the difference sometimes between revelation from the devil and revelation from God. <laughs>
1: yeah, that is super trippy. Wait, what,
0: what made you think of that?
2: Well, because you mentioned um,
1: these new converts are being taught exactly what we teach new converts now.
0: Yeah.
1: I had heard at one time that, like, I remember being like, what, like, what else is there to learn, you know, because, you know, everything's repetitive. And they were like, well, you know, just when you start reading, like, about what Joseph Smith taught, like some deep stuff in there and I was like like, Journal of Discourses well I remember somebody talking about intelligences like that we were all intelligences before the world was or whatever and I wonder if it was like kind of that kind of thing because he did have a very magical worldview. so maybe it was more like um I have no idea
0: wait Jessica you mentioned the Journal of Discourses and the church here going back to the first visions so they have on the Joseph Smith papers, they say these are the first four, and these are the secondhand accounts. However, I noticed that they don't discuss the Journal of Discourses, which I know from Volume 8, it says this is a standard work. And these people are like Brigham Young, John Taylor, Heber C. Kimball. They're, they're I would call them secondhand accounts because they hear it from the prophet's mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, Brigham knew Joseph, John Taylor knew Joseph, these people knew him and heard it from him. John Taylor but when was they relayed, in
2: the room when Joseph was murdered, am I
0: correct? Right, yeah. But when, when they relay the first vision, it doesn't sound like the first vision. Like, in fact, one of them, I think it was Heber C. Kimball. I will post these to be corrected. But one of them said, God didn't come. He sent his angel. And it was like very... So even, even if that's not exactly what he meant, like one of them is conflating the Moroni story with the first vision. And I like, get that, but like, why do why do our prophets after Joseph, they don't even know. The first vision, like, we know the first well,
1: vision. it seems like it wasn't in an important part of the story. Like, didn't even Brigham Young was like, no, he didn't see God.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to go on. Accounts of the first vision. Each account of the first vision by Joseph Smith and his contemporaries has its own history and context that influenced how the event was recalled, communicated, and recorded. These accounts are discussed below. 1832 account. The earliest known account of the first vision, the only account written in Joseph Smith's own hand, Is found in a short, unpublished autobiography Joseph Smith produced in the second half of 1832. In the account, Joseph Smith describes his consciousness of his own sins and his frustration at being unable to find a church that matched the one he had read about in the New Testament and that would lead him to redemption. He emphasized Jesus Christ's atonement and the personal redemption it offered. He wrote that the Lord appeared and forgave him of his sins. As a result of the vision, Joseph experienced joy and love, though as he noted, he could find no one who believed his account.
1: All right, question. It says um, he couldn't find the church that matched the one that he read about in the New Testament. What what church was he reading about in the New Testament? Paul's church, perhaps? Like, the letters to
2: the, um, the different people about how to have the church outside of... Um, am, I, I, am I remembering right? I, I feel like Paul, Saul... Saul Paul wrote letters concerning the logistics of the church yeah, and the like doctrines the and set them straight. To do with that. that's a good part. And so, it as far as like, and then the name being like, so they at least discuss the name, they discuss the doctrines and the logistics. But th- that's that's all I got as far as him. Did
0: he write Ephesians? Is that? Yeah. He gave some apostles and, and prophets. Romans, and Romans? Yeah. Okay, so like, as a missionary, this is kind of off topic, but as a missionary, I tried to find um scriptures that would teach the principles in the restoration lesson and I I couldn't find evidence that that Jesus Christ established a church the way that we have it now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it was just so hard. There wasn't there weren't different priesthoods, there weren't there just wasn't structured wasn't, the same way. There wasn't
2: local leadership the way that there is now. There wasn't tithing like there is now. There wasn't a word of wisdom like there
1: is now. Um yeah.
2: Literally, and, he just
1: yeah. taught people. And loved sinners. And like, and like, yeah. And, like, that was Loved it.
2: people. We're all sinners. Loved. Yeah, we're all sinners.
1: We're all sinners here.
2: <sighs> yeah.
0: Another thing that I wanted to point out was this 1832 account. And I was just reading an essay by William Davis, and it's the essay is called Reassessing Joseph Smith Jr.'s Formal Education. But he, in here he quotes Dan Vogel, whom I am a huge fan of, and he says, Vogel aptly observes, The history was begun in the midst of challenges to Smith's authority, primarily initiated by Bishop Edward Partridge, Partridge in Missouri, mm-hmm. which evoked Smith's introduction to the office of, pre- of president of the high priesthood. It is therefore not simply an, a- an autobiographical sketch, but an apology set forth, setting forth Smith's credentials as leader of the church. So the 1832 account is an apology. So what? what better place to stick in, hey, I was commissioned, or I was commanded by christ to organize this church than right there so like
2: he was um
0: that just makes it feel a little bit more
2: his his his, uh credibility as a prophet
0: right and like we know even some of his members at the time were seeing god in christ like a a young boy had been he had had died and in his funeral what is that called when they when they speak. Um, eulogy. In his eulogy, the dad, I think it was his father who was saying, yeah, he said whenever he was, like, four or five, he, he would have visions of God and Christ. And then Joseph was like, hey, I need a vision of Christ. And, and like, a few weeks later, he wrote down his first vision, <laughs> um, which doesn't say, you know, that doesn't prove that what Joseph made it up. What a wonderful that just, I had just
2: now. <laughs>
0: it's just interesting, like, why...
2: Why now? Why this sperm? (laughs) (laughs) Legally blonde. (laughs) 1835
0: account. In the fall of 1835, Joseph Smith recounted his first vision to Robert Matthews, a visitor to Kirtland, Ohio. The retelling, recorded in Joseph's journal by his scribe Warren Parrish, emphasizes his attempts to discover which church was right, the opposition he felt as he prayed, and the appearance of one divine personage, who was followed shortly by another. This account also notes the appearance of angels in the vision. Wait, also I want to point out that these angels in the vision, if you look at the actual document itself, the word angels has been scribbled on top of all the other words. <laughs> so it was an add-in. It was like an afterthought, which I think is very interesting. And also never heard. I
2: never heard. There Wait, were, were
1: angels. Yeah. I've oh, you never, never heard, heard of there, there, was, there was angels, there? angels? No. Wait, this one does talk about the opposition he felt as he prayed which is interesting now that i read like about him doing um like spells and Magic. stuff um, oh yeah it kind of all connects like oh this dark spirit tried to stop me like like it kind of co- coincides with oh the the spirits are pulling the treasure chests back yeah. into the earth yeah, you know? I,
0: the, they really do a good job of like making that seem not so magic worldview. They're like, oh, yeah, this the is normal. the devil.
1: The like devil's the here. Devil and God are not magic. I mean, and a lot of us grew up in a
2: very superstitious thing, country. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, how many of us? It's like ninety or eighty or ninety percent of the population in the U.S. is religious. Mm-hmm. So, oh my goodness, we believe we are very superstitious here. So it's mm-hmm. not, it's not. Um, out of the ordinary to hear stories of possession or influences at least half of my friends believe in the paranormal and I don't like fault them for that people have their own experiences and I like can't take that away from them but I think that Joseph Smith the story would have stayed consistent and um it would have come out earlier if it was true yeah yeah
0: like For a while, I thought, maybe it's because it's so sacred. But he was telling the stories of Moroni all over the place. Everyone knew about Moroni. They did. Or Nephi, depending on. (laughs) Um, on But one thing I was thinking of is, with our reading up off the trials in the last episode, so six years before this, Joseph's on the stand, or someone's testifying about Joseph, and they say that Joseph couldn't even finish um, this specific treasure dig because he was so shook up because he had seen... In the stone, I think, the two Indians fighting each other and killing each other? He was, like, so shook up by it. Do you remember? Yeah. Anyway, so I was like, this is not... Like, him encountering the devil, the spirit of the devil is not that unusual. Like, he has stories of when he first gets the plates, he was, like, kicked back by the spirit guarding the plates. That one of the Counts Morana is covered in blood. Like, this is not...
1: Anyway, this just sort of fits right into that the magical abuse. He feels abuse stuff.
2: It, like... <laughs> it just feels, is It's not what I what it I learned. It
1: feels a lot like a Pirates of the Caribbean plot line. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, or like, it's a, like a like stuff. the Toad telling becoming yeah, that, a man thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah that one's it, really cool. it reminds but, yeah, me the, of a
2: fiction written by a boy who's not yet twenty. Like it's all very. It's like the Glass Looker. It's like a very exciting story. Right. Yeah. And, and in its own right, has a lot of magnificent parts but it's like very difficult to believe especially when you're given four different accounts it's like right very
1: obviously fictional yeah all
0: right 1838 account the narration of the first vision best known to the latter-day saints today is the 1838 account first published in 1842 in the times and seasons the church's newspaper in nauvoo illinois the account was part of a longer history dictated by joseph smith between periods of intense opposition Whereas the 1832 account emphasizes the more personal story of Joseph Smith as a young man seeking forgiveness, the 1838 account focuses on the vision as the beginning of the rise and progress of the church. Like the 1835 account, the central question of the narrative is which church is right?
2: <laughs> what? They are taking, um, like, I'm just imagining if Joseph Smith was on the stand and if his lawyer gave four separate accounts and then disguised them as distinguishing certain parts of his reality. It's like, but why doesn't your reality ever match up? Mm -hmm. So why are they saying it highlights this rather than it says this instead of these don't collaborate or they don't corroborate, Mm -hmm. they don't match up. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just... It made me laugh because I'm like... They're they're saying it highlights this experience. It highlights this experience rather than saying, in this experience, he saw Jesus. In this experience, he saw Jesus Christ and God. Mm-hmm. So...
0: One thing that I liked with my... I did an episode about Charles Anthon, and twice he came out and said, no, what Martin Harris is saying didn't actually happen. But in these both in both of these accounts, which were, I think, a decade apart, which, you know, isn't as long as the 12 years or however 20 years, which was in his first vision, but, but both of... Charles Anthony's accounts are nearly identical. He he adds a couple of things like he's like I think the guy who came to me was Joseph Smith himself because he didn't really know Martin or and he Anyway so there's like very tiny um, like add-ins but everything's consistent which is really nice because Martin came to him twice. He tried selling him the book. He's like I can't see the plates because the curse of God will come upon me. Anyway so very consistent
2: stories but Joseph's and he had very different audiences like and and you could say that he even like um, highlighted different details in each account. Charles Anthony like actually when the account matches up, you can add details in it not mess up the account. Yeah,
0: but yeah, exactly. He's
2: literally highlighting details that didn't happen in the other accounts. So right. How can you call them details at all if they don't if they aren't? And people
0: say it's so it's not a big deal, but seeing
2: God is a big deal. <laughs> Seeing angels is a big deal.
1: Sort of like the biggest deal there is. Yeah. And why
2: yeah, maybe this is just really unfaithful of me, but why hasn't any prophet since then had that experience or person at all?
1: Yeah, exactly. That we know of. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Wasn't there a whole sacred room in the temple where they do that? It's a broom closet. I don't know, but I was told that the doorways are For the second anointing?
0: Yeah, that's real. Mm -hmm. they have a whole
2: separate room yeah
0: if you're in the temple if you guys are active and still going (laughs) if you go to the temple and you see a door with chairs in front of it that's probably a room for the second anointing which we can talk about later isn't that interesting there's just a sink in there it's labeled as a bathroom on the blueprints but okay i
1: have a side question um do you guys remember which prophet was it I want to say it's Book of Mormon and I want to say his name starts with an E. Maybe in the Book of Mormon itself? I think it's in the Book of Mormon. And he like prays all day and all night. Enos? Is it Enos? Right? E-N-O-S? Yeah. And he's like, I am such a center, Please forgive me. Uh-huh. And then eventually like his is that not a very similar what it just said? Like the the, the... what did it just say? Um, There are 18 uh where, whereas the 1832 account emphasizes the more personal story of Joseph Smith as a young man seeking forgiveness. Yeah, that's the same oh, story. Oh my
2: goodness. And also, re breaking thinking? his bow and going to his dad. Like, what, that kind of reminds me of him losing the pages. Oh yeah. And then him being like, or, or his dad, like, not being able to use the Leahona because people aren't being faithful. Him being like, oh, somebody wasn't righteous, so we didn't get that treasure. Also, his, also, Lehi's
0: first vision. Did we already say this? In another episode, Lehi's first vision, his dad has nearly an identical
2: dream. Yes, Joseph Smith Sr. Yeah,
0: Joseph Smith Sr. has an identical dream to that. So that's interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, but yeah, that's a very similar story. So like, and he was only... Okay, so another thing that I think... I think Joseph's philosophy on the Godhead was changing. I, I personally think that's why there are different. Where one is Christ, then he sees God and Jesus Christ. Because in the Book of Mormon text itself, it
2: kind of gives this... This is the word trinitarian view where they're all one
0: mm-hmm.
2: and where they say that I am the father and the fathers in me the father and I are one yeah and then and like the, the holy spirit, spirit in us
0: the story of, I think it's Alma and Amulek like, where they say is there more than one god and he says no there's only one god and like throughout the whole book of mormon they uh, especially if you look at the 1830 edition that's what i'm saying where nephi says that mary is the mother of god and different things like that like that's very there's only one so joseph had no reason to he didn't have the view yet that there were two separate beings mm-hmm. so that makes sense to me because even the book of mormon text preaches that there's only one okay so we've been talking for an hour about the first vision accounts, so we're gonna call this the end of part one and then just do and do like go immediately into part two is that okay yeah we talked
1: for an hour about the first six paragraphs uh yeah, yeah. like
0: six or seven yeah like yeah. lots there okay so join us for part two